previously on Finish It. The winner is House of Danger. Hey, by a fairly wide margin, too. Yeah, people really want to see the House of Danger. Yeah, and who could blame them? It's got a lot of weird in it, and it's top to bottom weird, and that should be pretty fun times. And thank you, everybody, for voting. That yeah. makes it really exciting um, to know what you guys want to hear, even if some of us wanted to go deep under the sea, but that's okay. <laughs> I'm also all right with going to a haunted mansion full of Confederate ghosts, evil monkeys, and space aliens. I'm Matt Yule. And I'm Chris Yule, slurp slurp. Welcome to Finish It. The Completionist Choose Your Own Adventure podcast. Every page, every ending, every book, every time we start a new book, I am happy to be done with the old book. Are you Are you still feeling happy to be done with the old book? Because I'm starting yeah. to feel, feel scared about the new book. Uh, I actually was scared reading this book. Because it's so spooky? No, because oh. a little. It, it was kind of it was kind of spooky and unsettling. But no, every time I got to a a choice, I was like, I can't, I can't, I don't know what Chris is gonna pick, and I don't know. Well, we don't have to worry about that. I said, wait, no, we did get the exact same read on the first yeah. read in our last book, didn't we? The first read of the last book, we got the same read. And I'm just, I'm so sure it's gonna happen again. I'm really angry. Well, you know what? You don't have but to I'm worry excited. so much about that because I have a get out a sad pizza party free card, so <laughs> you don't have to worry so much. Um, okay, great. How are you, oh. though, Matt? Uh, I am well. Okay. That's my obligatory uh, me asking my brother how he is, and now I can oh. finally move on. Nice. Well, how, how are you? Uh, fine. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Should we give a little a little bit of a tease for our reads for our brand new book today? Yeah, let's get into it. Let's do a tease right away. You want to tease first or should I tease first? Do you want me to tease, I'll tease after first. you tease? Okay. I, so I'm just sick. So I'm it. thinking about <laughs> your face when I say what I say. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a bona fide hero boy. Okay. Hmm. Uh-oh. I mean, okay. That doesn't make me feel great. Uh, mm. My tease would be that I, since this is called House of Danger, my MO this week was chase the danger. So every oh, choice wow. I made was the most dangerous choice. And it rewarded me with the most mundane possible read of this book. <laughs> I can only imagine. Um, but more on Exciting. that later. Before we get into our read, I'm sure we've got some jangles to jangle on people and some segments to seg. Yeah, and and um, oh crumbs! There was something I was going to mention. It seemed important. Well, take a breath. How important could it be? Take a big <laughs> breath, a slow breath. Get oxygen in your brain. Well, I do want to. I do want to address something. So, what, the reason we chose House of Danger is because it was a book we already had in our house. Yeah, but the version we have is a brand new publication. from Quite recently. Well, I mean, it's a quality publication. This book came out in 1982. This is a 2006 revised version of the book. Mm-hmm. Um, so I read the 2006 one, but you went and found a PDF of the 82 one. I did. And you yes. sent that to me. And I'm not, no no shade on the artist uh, for the new House of Danger, but the art in the 82 version is classic, amazing stuff. It's just that classic, crazy early 80s chooser and adventure style that's way over the top, but very detailed. <laughs> yeah. And then there's definitely stuff in my version, like uh, 
I make a note in a, in my smartphone, and Ooh. it's very clearly like the word notebook has been picked up and removed, and the word yeah. smartphone has been sent in. So, so I'll make a move to 82 next week, but I'm going to be doing the 2006 one this week for now. That's keep, well, keep an eye out for any any differences. Okay, I will. <laughs> How many racial slurs were in your read? Because there were a lot in mine. Um, you know, I just didn't put myself in that situation. Do you That's know good. what I mean? I just <laughs> <laughs> you made good choices. I appreciate that. Um, okay, before we dive in, I think it's only right to do our predictions first. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, let's do that. So if you you know if you're if you're a person who's not listened to our podcast before and this is the first episode because it's a new book for you, uh, first welcome. Uh, second, yeah. congratulations, make it a five minutes into this nonsense that's already nonsense. Uh, and thirdly, uh, we do predictions at the beginning of each book to see uh, uh, what we think is going to happen. We are always massively let down, um, but uh, we do um, we do get points if we get our predictions correct. Yes. I don't. Want, I, I can't explain the entire gamification no, that's, that, of this goofy that's, that's podcast. It's basically <laughs> if we get predictions right, that that'll um, give us some points. That'll help us out. Where if we do something horribly wrong and have to punish ourselves, we might get a uh, get out of jail free card for that. So we're gonna throw some predictions down. I made my predictions before I did my read because I did not really know what was entail. What like what I didn't want to you know cheat. Yeah. So I'll go first. Okay. One of my predictions is that you will become a ghost. <laughs> it's a long shot, but I know there's ghosts in this. And why not? Like, why? You become a vampire and space vampire. Why can't you become a ghost in this one? So I'm going to say you become a ghost. It's kind of pie in the sky. Like, I hope something this cool happens. Yeah. That's mine. <laughs> what you got? Um, For my first prediction, I will say... Um, so I'm working off of a bit of information. I did do a read already. I'm making up my predictions right now. Okay. Um, the reason I did my rate read anyway is because we did play the board game of this book, House of Danger. Yes, that's right. Oh, uh, it was very fun. So we have had a quick tour through some of the story of this book. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking at the insane pictures on the book itself. So sure. my first prediction will be chimpanzee-based, and it is you will befriend a chimpanzee. Ooh, that's good. I'm going to counter-predict that and Ooh, get extra okay. points for a counter-prediction. I'm going to say you get eaten by a chimpanzee. <laughs> okay. Or ape, or whatever they are. The chimpanzees. Are you sure? Yeah. Because okay. in the 2006 version of the book, they, they make sure that's right at the top of the description, so you know. Right. Put the, you're put the splashy stuff. You're going to this book with the uh, chimpanzees <laughs> and the Civil War ghosts. Uh, all, right, uh, all right. So that was another one of my predictions. What's, uh, what's, what, what's another one of yours? No, that doesn't count as a prediction. Counter -prediction as a counter-prediction. You have okay. to do a regular prediction now. Regular prediction. You will fall into a hole that will make you travel through time. <laughs> You uh, fall okay. into some kind of hole. Maybe it's in a wall. Maybe it's in the floor. Maybe it's down a well. But it will send you through time. You won't necessarily see where you end up. That might be the end of the story. But yeah. there will be a time hole. Okay. Because there's time holes in a lot of these books. So I'm playing the odds pretty pretty smart here. You've fallen through many time holes. What you got? 
Yeah, sorry, deep in thought, deep in thought with the predictions. Um, I'm gonna predict that you, boy, it, it's just so it's so weird. This book, it's not a genre book. It's just a hodgepodge of. It's a really all over the map book, which is fun. I, I'm thinking of it as mad science book. This is a mad science book. Yeah, but it really right. is. I think way more all over the charts than that. I mean, and according to my read this week, it's actually yeah. not that at all. It's an extremely tame. Uh, oh. <laughs> Wednesday for a teenager, but all right, that's fair. The this book, uh, the 2006 one, in the description says the house of danger holds many mysteries. You will encounter you will encounter hostile chimpanzees, space aliens, ghosts from the Civil War, or even travel through time. Oh well, okay, so but that's I, what did, I'm I did specifically say a hole where you travel through yeah. time. I feel like that's specific. Yeah, cave of time style. I get you it. Fall. You have to fall. Um, okay, my prediction is that you. Um, oh man, meet Abraham Lincoln. That's very good. Um, my prediction is that you will meet a character from another book. Ooh, that we've read. Taking big swings. That's a real big swing. I'm gonna yeah. counter predict. Okay, you that are I, a won't. character from another book <laughs> that we've read. Okay, no, that we don't know about. Oh, okay, yeah, that is actually probably true. Is it? I don't know. I have no idea. You know, there's some really weird references at the beginning of this read. Yes. Maybe that's a cheat. We'll get if to I get it. that right, I won't take the points, but sure, sure. Okay. Um, 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 um okay. Uh, my next prediction is that, oh, there's ghosts. Um, you capture a ghost <laughs> in a vacuum cleaner. It's good. It's good. It's solid. It's solid. It's well thought out, and that's what I like about that prediction, mm. is that you didn't just throw it together. You know, it wasn't just like a last-minute thing. Why? I mean, I didn't... Something you put a lot of time into. All right, my final prediction <laughs> is that you will rally the ghosts okay. from the old prison, because I think this house is on the ruins of an old prison, and or you will use them to destroy the ultimate bad guy. You know what I mean? Like, you'll sick the ghosts on yeah, the yeah, bad yeah. guy to win the day. That's really cool. Because that would oh, be sweet. Um... Slurp, slurp. I can't. Okay, everybody, just I want to catch you up. I keep saying slurp, slurp because <laughs> I don't know if you're playing Animal Crossings. I'm playing Animal Crossings, and yeah, I call it Animal Crossings. That's what the cool people call it. Um, but all the little cute animal villagers have a little cool thing they say at the end. So I decided I should have one too. So I say slurp, slurp at the end of stuff when I say stuff. So everybody, think about what your um, what your cool Animal Crossing saying would be at the yeah. end of sentences, and 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 tweet them to us, Matt. What would you with uh, with hashtag what my cool Animal Crossing saying is at the end of my sentences? Yeah. What would yours be, man? My uh, what I say at the end of my sentences is um, topsoil. Topsoil? Mm-hmm. You just say topsoil? Are you are you like a gardener kind of guy? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> My real one in real life that I say at the end of most sentences is, because I'm usually like moving around and it hurts and it's hard or something. Yeah. And I'm tired. It's really bad. All right. My final prediction (laughs) is you eat ghost food. (laughs) Eat ghost food? What's ghost food? It's a trick. You can't eat ghost food. You'll be trapped there forever. But if you do eat ghost, if, I mean, um, I gotcha. Eat ghost food. I love that prediction. Are we ready These to dive in? These are the worst in? predictions because this book is crazy. That's what they, that made this one really hard to make predictions, but I feel good. Oh, and also, you guys play Fantasy Finish It at home, so you can yeah, tweet oh, about gosh. your predictions. Uh, we're Finish It Pod on Twitter. If you do hashtag hashtag Fantasy Finish It, <laughs> um, 
and do your predictions. We'll keep track of those, and you can actually get a reward if you get some of them right. That's right, and we'll we'll talk a little bit at the end of this episode about how we're going to reveal those final predictions uh, that you guys made and and tally up all the scores and stuff. Uh, so stick around for that, or you know, jump to the end of the internet. There will also be news about how we are going to uh, handle our sad pizza party that we owe all of you, and I think it'll be something you really enjoy. I think we've got a kind of a fun little plan. Uh, we'll talk about it at that at the end as well. Are you ready to dive into this brand new book? Yes, in the interest of just putting that off for a moment, though. Yeah, I'm down with that. <laughs> uh, so, in this, two, I, I do. I have a little mini segment just to do real quick. A lot of times, the fun thing about uh, starting a new book is not just the book itself, but all the little bits and pieces uh, at the beginning and end of it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, play that. Uh, go ahead, play that. Uh, jangle. Threats from kids. This segment is called Threats from Kids. Threats from Kids, huh? Because at the beginning of of Choose Your Own Adventure books, there's there's usually little quotes from kids who love the books. Yeah. And they talk about what they like best about it. Yeah. And the ones in this are so ominous in this 2006 <laughs> book. Mine doesn't have any. What do you What do you got? Uh, Sierra Fischetti, age 10, mm-hmm. says, Adventurous, funny, sometimes terrifying. You haven't lived until you read this book. So if you want to live, read it. Okay, that got really dark <laughs> and intense at the end. Sarah, what's the problem? I didn't know we had beef. Cody Curran, age 11, Says yeah. warning, ninety nine percent chance of death. This book might make what? you cry. Might make you cry. That's not a good review mm-hmm. from a kid. Gabe Frankel. That's age not a 10, good review from a kid. Says step in this book if you dare, but you better beware of what's inside here. He said step in this book if you if you dare. That's right. I'm going to use that phrase all the time now. <laughs> and then finally, Amy Cook, age ten. Yeah. Says if you don't read this book, you will, and I quote, get payback. What? No, no, that doesn't say that. It does not say that. What? Why is she gonna? What? I don't know. It's the scariest page I've ever. It, I think it, that's why I was a little unsettled when I was reading the story. That's very intense. I was like, who are these kids, and why are they so terrifying? That that would be a so great so technique many... for a book report, though. Be like, you all better read this book, or I'm coming to your house. I know where you live, Timmy. Slurp, slurp. For. <laughs> First floor Timmy who likes to sleep with the windows open. Whoa, no. You better read this book. <laughs> End of report. Thank you. Yeah, don't take my word for it. <laughs> take the word of Puncher and Fisto. Ah, I was trying to come up with cool names for my fists, nah, and that's all it I got. Didn't work out great. Didn't work out as well as I expected. <laughs> Puncher and Fisto. That's not great. I don't feel good about that. Mm-mm. But I'm not going to edit it out because that's the kind of integrity we have here on Finish It, a family podcast. Are you ready to dive in? <laughs> I'm ready. And I just got to say the first sentence of this book I love a lot. And we're doing just the first sentence, right? Yeah, just the first sentence today. Okay. <laughs> so it's just the first sentence. No, no, I mean like like we, we always do the first sentence like it's a, a thing. But yeah. we're not, we're not going to loop in the second one, right? We're just doing the first one? It's just the first sentence. It's a very clear first <laughs> sentence. There's no doubt as to where the first sentence ends. And yep. this is the first sentence that we're going to make a big deal about for the entire <laughs> read of this book. There will be a song. Yeah, there's always a whole whole hullabaloo about the first sentence. You it, usually, take it? it usually gives you a little bit more to work with, but yeah, yeah, I'll take it. 
It is a Tuesday afternoon in late June. That's it. That's the whole first sentence. It's not not super (laughs) evocative. I mean, it's just giving you a time and place. Like, it it could be the the little subtitle, the little heading at the beginning of a scene. It doesn't really need to be. Yeah. And it's not even for a sentence that's purely informative. It's not that informative. No, not Like, later on, it's it's, you look at the clock, and it's like 2.30. And I was like, in the morning? And then I had to go back. (laughs) I went back to the first page. And I was like, oh, it's the afternoon. Okay. Oh, right, 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 right. It's a little and early also, in the afternoon to be like afternoon. Late June can mean a lot of different things depending on where you are in the world. That doesn't really mean much. <laughs> That's really true. But the next sentence right, but the helps point us is, out a lot. It says, you are on your way down to your lab. Okay, and I actually had to read it a few times to figure out exactly what the situation was here. You're on your way down sentence. to your lab in your parents' basement. When the phone rings. So it's your parents' basement, but it's not their lab. I got yes, confused for a while. It's your lab. No, it's their lab. It's their house. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you're paying rent. Hey, maybe. I think these kids drive. Maybe they are paying rent. Well, you know what we're about to find out is that this is maybe one of the most uh, competent and successful protagonists we've ever embodied in these books. Well, according to him. Well, <laughs> according to... I I do some things pretty right. Anyways, you oh, get yeah? under. I did good. That's yeah. Good point. Right. Um, you're down in your lab in your parents' basement, uh, and the phone rings. You pick it up, and there's a a weak voice says, "I need, I need," which would also be a good thing to say at the end of if you <laughs> as your Animal Crossing thing. How you doing today, neighbor? I need, I need, I need, I need. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then they hang up. Line goes dead. Drat! You weren't ready for that. You, the aspiring detective and psychic investigator, caught off guard. It seems impossible, but it's happened. But it's happened. Um, so you're, so you're, so we now we get to learn a little bit more about your surroundings. It's a combination office and research laboratory. You have the tools of your trade. Uh, Ooh, what are the tools of your trade according to the 1982 book versus the 2006 book? Oh, that's a good idea. Let's go back and forth. What's your first one? Infrared activated floodlights. Same. High-speed movie cameras. Exactly the same. Okay. Night scopes. No difference. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I also have two large bookcases, which is probably just two iPads for you? No, it's bookcases still. okay. But did you boot up your computer at the beginning of this paragraph? No. I I did. Man, this is messed up. We're going to have to get on the same train here. This is freaking me out a little bit. It's a time travel book. It's the same thing happening at two different times. It's crazy. I do like that. Um. And you also have on the bookcases, well, they're crammed with titles that would drive the timid from the room. The first <laughs> title is, and I had a hard time with this one. Okay. They didn't change it. <laughs> Murder in Fun. 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 In Fun. Not N apostrophe. It's I-N. So that's confusing. Murder in Foon. Murder in Fun. I can't contextualize that in any way uh ghosts and ghouls corpses i have known to name a few so you're kind of a spooky kid i got a great illustration here do you have an illustration of the of the laboratory office yeah where's yours oh that's so sad man look at this one (laughs) you can't see it it's like a two-page spread we got little spectrographs we got the certification of merit we got some kind of weird alien spider looking thing under a glass dome my face looks like a nightmare face this is illustrated by a different person than (laughs) The other books we've read, but it's the same style. It's like the the kid looks like a ventriloquist dummy, kind of. What would you call this style? Wrong? Yeah. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Wrong form. 
yeah, just wrong enough to make you feel really ill. Very disturbing. Just weird. Just a little off and weird. The cheeks are really weird and creepy. But I got a lot of stuff on the bookshelves here. I got a skull, got some books, got a Whoa. creepy bird statue. I have a hand grenade. <laughs> <laughs> so like very 80s collection of cool things. Hand sure. grenade, a skull, <laughs> some poison, <laughs> a magnifying glass, a certification <laughs> of merit. Um, but well, it, in my picture, it's a desk, and uh-huh. you can see your own hands. Ooh! And one hand is holding a, f- a phone with a cord, and it's attached to an office-like telephone. Also, there is a laptop and a camcorder and a mug with pencils in it. Wow! Really phoned it in. I'm sorry. <laughs> I really phoned it in. Is it like you see your hands like first person? Like it's a yeah. That's correct. Now that's kind of interesting. Where's my pop stopper? I don't know what a pop stopper is. The thing that makes it so your peas don't sound horrible. Oh, yeah. It's just gone. I that's forgot weird. that wasn't there. That's weird. Anyways, the phone rings again, and that's what's important. Uh, you Luckily, I turned on my tape recorder. Did you use a tape recorder? I used a phone tracker and voice recorder. Yeah. Programs running on my laptop. I have a tape recorder and my electronic phone tracer. You got to get back <laughs> on that old book, man. Yeah, yeah true. Uh, and I hear a voice say, hello. I say hello. The voice doesn't say that. <laughs> and it's my voice. <laughs> the voice says, help, I need your help. Turn to page six. Okay. I said the same page numbers for you? Yeah. Oh, okay. That would be too hard to change. That not going to change. Right? That. <laughs> that part of it would be too much work. Um, I ask who they are. They don't tell me. They just say they're scared. They say someone's after them. I tell them to get a hold of yourself, which is an important Yikes. thing to say. Important to take the time to say that. Um, very rude. I'm trying to get the name and address. Uh, line goes dead though. But mm. luckily, I have my electronic phone tracer. This is a good. This is some good attention to detail here. In the few seconds you've been talking, your telephone tracing device, which operates in milliseconds, mm. ooh la la, milliseconds wow. beats seconds. Matt has yeah, found. Faster. Yep, they traced it. We got a real phone number in here, and it's Henry Marsden. 1100 Hedgebrook. So we've got an address now, Matt. This now we're book really does the move case. pretty fast, actually. Yeah, that's true. I felt I was worried that there would be a little bit of dragging in this one. That was not my experience in this read. Yeah. It might be so you, the listener's copy... experience right now. Right. But it wasn't not my experience reading <laughs> the book. Yeah, fair enough. So uh, we copy that information down in our smartphone. Notebook. Notebook. I told you. <laughs> <laughs> it <says> no. <laughs> but something about this ringing a bell for you. It, it, it it reminds you of your spider ghost case. Is that a real book? I don't know. I you know I googled spider ghost. Yeah. Choose your own adventure. Nothing. Did you get so scared? Did you see something that was so scary you couldn't what handle it? What if it's just an image that makes you crazy? No, I didn't see anything. Uh-huh. Uh, I think it, it's just background because uh, that because it says it started with a mysterious phone call just like this one. But uh, you were quite young, but you solved that case single handedly and got a citation from the FBI. Which is now framed on your office wall, your parents' office wall, just to be clear. <laughs> and you even got a generous reward your from the Ridgeway family. Your basement wall, just to be very clear. <laughs> the Ridgeway family gave you a generous reward when you saved them from certain death, which is how you got all your cool equipment. It's a lot so of it's backstory. A family. It actually uses name. a family name, yeah, which makes me feel like it's real or it's going to come back, which would be very bizarre. Right. Well, one takeaway from that case is it's dangerous to work alone. You learned. Um, but Ricardo and Lisa, mm-hmm. who are a couple buddies from the neighborhood, have been wanting to help me on the case, and this is their chance. Do you think, Matt, it's mm. the same Lisa from Rock and Roll Mystery? 
No. Yeah, probably not. But hey, if they mention <laughs> her being in a rock band, then we'll know it is. Yeah. Um, but this is our first big choice. I want to start the case, but I also want to work with my friends to be safe. So should I go immediately to the address, forget Ricardo and Lisa, or give Ricardo and Lisa a chance to call me back? What'd you do, man? Um, I don't remember. Oh, I it is it would be crazy to take on something this dangerous by myself, despite my uh cool lab and uh wealth of experience. So yeah, I, I do wait for my friends. Oh man, my mo this week is danger. I need that danger, so I'm not waiting for <laughs> Ricardo and Lisa. You awesome. want to fi- find out what happened to me? Yes, I do. Because to see if if um, fate rewards the bold. <laughs> yeah, yes. Did I get my danger cookies? <laughs> so I head straight to the residence. I'm at the Marsden place. It's pretty. It's in a nice suburb, so not super spooky. There's a big fence, and then it's like a real fancy modern house like the gatehouse and all that stuff are really old-fashioned but it's a really kind of shiny metal spaceship of a house um it probably is a spaceship right i guess we'll find out eventually yeah Yeah. that's a that would have been a good prediction yeah um too easy almost there is a plaque that says site of hedgebrook prison which was burned to the ground during the prison riot of 1887 112 prisoners died in the fire nothman historical society bummer of a plaque yeah but it's good to remember our history. Yeah, you have to remember a tragedy like that. Yeah. Or change it. Um, next to the house, I see what looks like a large, strange metal sculpture um, with and shattered concrete. And I realize that's probably the ruins of the old burned-down prison, which is kind of mm-hmm. messed up. But then, what? While I'm just standing there staring at a stranger's house, some dude runs out of the front door of the house. What? Yeah. Turn to page eight. And check this out. Help, help, they're after me, the man cries. Halfway to the gate, he drops to the ground as if he'd been hit by an invisible hammer. Whoa. So I should have predicted invisible hammers. Yeah. That would have been a real win. Uh, It is an invisible carpenter in this one. I don't know why I didn't think of that. Uh, But then some snarling animals materialize right in front of the house out of nowhere. They look like huge chimpanzees. They look mean and angry. For a moment, I'm frozen to the spot, but just for a moment, Matt. You know why? Because I have a choice to make. Why is it? Oh, right. Should I make so a wait, hasty? So the what? guy is hit by something, but it's not the chimpanzees because they just materialized magically. He's hit by something invisible, and then the chimpanzees materialized. So maybe they were just invisible and hit him, or maybe it's unrelated. Mm. Maybe I don't know. We'll have to find out. Oh, I, I have I to choose either <laughs> to make a hasty retreat, or do I decide that the chimpanzees are not as dangerous as they look and rush to give aid to the man? Oh dear! And that is clearly. <laughs> the most dangerous choice. So I'm running headfirst into the fuzzy arms of danger. Mm. I, uh, you have to admit that you are scared, but the man on the ground needs help. The only weapon you can think of is a pen knife. So you know what I do, Matt? What, what's that? You take it out. You take out the knife and brandish it wildly as you run forward. Mm. Which, like, if I was going to do this, I hope mm-hmm. I would have the fortitude <laughs> to wildly flail my knife around in front of me. Yeah. Like, if you walk into me, it's your fault. <laughs> I'm just swinging I'll my arm say, around. I'll say there's a level of conflict uh, to weapon ratio where, like, you don't pull out the weapon. Because, like, you pull out the weapon and flail it wildly. <laughs> there's no doubt you want to fight whatever the thing is, right? Yeah. You can't play that off. You're flailing a knife around. If you just run up without a weapon, maybe the chimpanzees talk to you and you work it out, right? Maybe. maybe you still have that option available. 
and you just might as well not attempt to use a pen knife on these giant. But if you're fr- if you're chimpanzees if wearing clothes, if they're friendly chimp, they're not wearing clothes. BT Dubs. Oh, the picture I in, have, they are the, wearing clothes. The illustration I have, they are not wearing clothes, and I guarantee you, my illustration is more radical than yours. What a weird choice to make. Here, look, shirts and pants, shirts and pants on chimpanzees. Oh, that's kind of cool looking, but mine looks cooler. Mine has the whole house in it and the guy on the ground. I got it's another two page spread, man. You got to get on this old book. So the cover Um, of this book has chimpanzees enclosed too. Although, if you're a friendly chimpanzee and somebody starts just swinging a knife around wildly, not necessarily at you, but just kind of towards you, I would probably just back off. I'd be like, This is crazy. I don't want to. That's probably true. Um, but this is cool. This they do back off. Um, and as I reach the man on the ground, they actually like swing through the, the network of, um, melted steel beams in the oh, ruins cool. and kind yeah. of disappear. That's um, pretty fun. So then I talk to the dude and he's like kind of breathing really ragged and he seems pretty messed up. Um, and in one hand, a hand that has a glove on it, he's holding a triangular piece of paper and I take it from him. So the first thing I do is I come up and I take the thing that he has from him. Because I'm trying to help him, and I guess that's how you help people, by taking their stuff. Uh, I look for messages, nothing, <laughs> nothing on it. It's just a triangular piece of paper. And then he gives one terrible last gasp and lies still. So it's a good thing I didn't ask him any questions or anything with his last breath. <laughs> um, but it says, your knees are weak. This man has been frightened to death. Whoa. So I'm a pretty good detective, if I can figure that out. Oh, hey, does yours say that you're a detective, you're an investigator and a psychic detective? A, 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 some kind of detective and a psychic investigator, yeah. Now, does that mean you use psychic powers or you investigate the supernatural? I think we have to wait and see. That would be a really good prediction. Because I feel like they mean that you investigate the supernatural, but it certainly sounds like you use psychic powers. Yeah, it sounds like you're a psychic detective, which is I cool. I really, really hope you, you are. Um, <laughs> but then the chimpanzees reappear, Matt. Oh, no. That's what happens when you run into danger. Uh, one of them has a big, like, bamboo blowpipe, and he blows on it. <laughs> no, like a dart gun. Ooh. It does make that sound, though, yeah? Um, that's why they stopped using it. What it could that just, sound mean? Cool. Oh, no, you're doing a thing. <sighs> the blowpipe announces the segment. That's right. It's time for Fresh Read Hot Facts. Extra <laughs> hot and crispy. Extra, extra hot and crispy. It's very ominous. Welcome to Fresh, Fresh Read Hot Facts. Stupid. Now, look, with previous books, we had rock and roll rad facts, things like that. It was obvious. This was tricky. So, here's what Fresh Read Hot Facts is. Each week's hot facts. You didn't have to do this segment. I mean, you could have just not done this. I didn't think about that. Each week's Fresh Read Hot Fact will be from my read that week. It'll be uh, contextual. From what I experienced in this magical house of danger. Okay. So um, my read this week, it's a little tease for you. <laughs> it's pretty Civil War heavy. Oh, boy. Like the Avengers movie? No. Oh. Like the uh, the first Civil War. <laughs> the one that we had here in America. That's the one. Got it. Um, first so I War. thought, well, maybe I could find some, some light, fun facts about the Civil War. Yeah. I'm going to look up some Animal Crossing strats while you do this. Okay, cool. And what I found was that there aren't any light and fun facts about the Civil War because uh, oh, it yeah. wasn't that kind of thing. Wasn't that kind but of I party? But I was researching um, the Civil War prison camps, which is kind of like what this thing is, okay. which were really awful and horrible, where people starved to death and stuff and got very sick. But cool. here's something fun: 
uh, prisoners of war would often create clubs for pastime activities. Sometimes when there was snow, they would have snowball fights. They'd play chess, cards, and backgammon, even publish newspapers. You know, this makes it more depressing, right? <laughs> yeah, it's, it just sounds fun if you don't know the context of it, I guess. You could have just said some people in Civil War times. <laughs> the most common clubs. source of enjoyment for the prisoners came from the sport and joy of escaping. Uh, what? My favorite way, my favorite way that they would escape would be to f- fake being sick, and then when the guards would drag them outside and leave them for dead, they just get up and leave. That's a pretty good. That's a good move. Yeah, that's a smart thing. So you go. That's your. That's that's your very first fresh read hot fact. That's hot off the presses. As fresh as it gets. Extra, extra, hot, crispy. I like that it stopped the momentum of this show. And yeah. also it stopped the um, emotional tone of the show. And That's just right. plunged it into darkness. Yeah, into darkness. And then now nobody remembers what the story was that we were talking about. <laughs> well, I just found a so. dead man. And then a chimpanzee just blew a blowpipe at me. I feel a breeze Ooh. on my cheek. Again. Uh, no, I'm done. I just think it's funny that a blowpipe might make a, a note. <laughs> It'd be so embarrassing. It could be the best blowpipe in the world, and if it made a note, nobody would take it seriously at all. It's just like one guy in in the in the town is like, okay, I'm gonna learn how to use a blowpipe like everybody else, and be a silent killer. But he can't not make a note through it when he plays it. What about bag? He tries to though? shoot a dart, and it always goes hoot, and everybody makes fun of him. Got a little dart in each one of those little pipes in the bagpipe. Ho! Oh. <laughs> I like it. Um, okay, sorry. Back to the the great story. I feel like you're not sorry. Uh, the dart does not hit me though, so I run back across the lawn through the gate and back to your car, which is not really like a choice I would have made since I'm like trying to chase danger. Right. Also, so that's kind of a car. bummer. So the option is call the police and report a possible murder, or <laughs> decide to come back later and sneak up on the house from a different direction. Okay. Nice. Now that's thinking like a psychic investigator. <laughs> They'll never see me if I come from a different side. Mm-hmm. At a different time, they'll never see that coming. So clearly, they certainly won't think it's me. <laughs> but clearly, that is the more dangerous choice. So I'm headed to page fifteen to be as sneaky as possible. So I go park my car, and yeah, I am driving around a lot. So it feels a lot less like I'm a teenager. But I guess teenagers can drive. Is that true? I mean, Ooh, that's terrifying. Maybe the FBI gave you special permission to drive a car around. Ooh. They should mention that specifically, but. I would maybe, assume that. Maybe you're just assuming that that's what the citation grants you. Maybe there's a lot of things you're assuming it grants you. <laughs> you're like, uh, excuse me, officer, why'd you pull me over? Uh, because you're 13? <laughs> Get out of the car? Mm, I'm an FBI agent, sir. I outrank you. Let me take you to my parents' home, where I keep my laboratory and my citation. You got a citation from the FBI? What'd you do? No, citation of merit. It's a citation of merit, thank you. Is it? Do they give those? And I cannot yeah. be arrested for trespassing because, again, I have a citation of merit <laughs> from the FBI. Additionally, I, I have returned to trespass, <laughs> and you cannot prosecute me for the same thing I did already earlier today. Especially since Twice. I'm doing it at a different time from a different <laughs> angle. Good night, slurp, slurp. <laughs> um, so I go, I go park in my car for a bit. Um, Checking out the paper, it's a it's a corner from a big from a normal sized sheet of paper, but there's nothing on it. I don't see any hidden messages or anything. Um, but the paper does have tiny flecks of red and blue in it. Now that rings a bell. That's the special kind of paper the U.S. currency that U.S. currency is printed on. Mm. 
So I feel like I am actually kind of a good detective if I just knew that. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's that's surprising knowledge for an 11-year-old to have. I think I'm actually pretty good at my job, which is unusual for these characters. Yeah. So I'm like, was that Henry Marsden? Was that his house? Is he a counterfeiter? Was he trying to escape from counterfeiters? What about the chimpanzees? The the chimpanzees has got to be the first question on your mind. (laughs) Are the chimpanzees making counterfeit money? (laughs) This is too much. I quit. Can chimpanzees buy things? What would they buy first? (laughs) I mean, bananas, I guess. (laughs) But how many bananas are you actually allowed to buy at once? There must be a limit. I have to go to the grocery store. If I was a rich chimpanzee, I guess I'd buy a banana-shaped sports car. (laughs) And a banana-shaped yacht? <laughs> and, and a banana French pool? chef who would work for me who specialized in banana foods. <laughs> I'm going to have to contact my culinary contacts. <laughs> um, could there be counterfeiting a counterfeiting animal trainer? No. That makes about as much sense as a yodeling astronaut. And what about this yodeling astronaut? <laughs> Should I, I get been... more high? <laughs> or am I high enough? Uh, I ch- I drive home. I'm curious to see what your page would say about this. I drive home to see if Ricardo and Lisa have called. I check my phone message recording machine. Wow. Uh, message recording machine. <laughs> it's so old they didn't even have a How name for it How many hyphens yet. are in that? Because it needs a lot. None. No hyphens. None hyphens. Because it is a phone. No, not even one? Not even one hyphen. Mine says you check your cell phone. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I grab some equipment, high-powered binoculars, a small tear gas gun, and a high-speed camera with a zoom lens. (laughs) In the the montage, you you put your hand towards the large tear gas gun. Yeah. And then it goes left (laughs) and then picks a small one. Because it's not that serious. No. Yet. (laughs) Then back to the Marsden place. You plant yourself in a clump of bushes. Um, I can see the house, but I'm, you know, hidden. I'm watching mm. with binoculars. I have that great picture of the boy with binoculars with the really excited expression <laughs> on his face is across the page right here. And it's just the randiest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Just a heads up to boys in general. <laughs> if you're looking through binoculars, Don't get the randy face. grin off your face. doesn't matter what you're looking at. Birds, the moon. Don't if you got a randy like grin it. on your face, people are not going to be good about it. It's trouble. Uh, the body's gone, right? I'm checking out the scene the, there. Yeah. The, the body's gone. Everything's quiet. Um, now I have to turn to page 24. But just then, a black limousine drives up. Uh, two, like, tough, thug-looking guys, like big dudes, get mm-hmm. out and start walking toward the house. Uh, and the chimps are there, but then they appear. But then the dudes just ignore them. And they go into the house. The guys go into the house, and the chimps just vanish again. And this is when I realized, that's it. The chimps aren't real. They must be filmed and projected holograms. Three-dimensional pictures made with lasers, <laughs> laser light. Programmed to turn on and off whenever someone approaches the house. Which is pretty clever, right? Uh, but then the dudes leave, and they're carrying like a bunch of packages with them. Which is kind of like, what's in that package? Is it more bananas? <laughs> Um, but then you're like, okay, wait a second. So if they're holograms, then why would you, as an illustrator, put clothes on the chimpanzees? And how did they blow a blow dart at me? <laughs> I don't think holograms can do that yet. Mm. But things mm. are starting to add up, Matt. 
got the ruins of the old pipe. That's what it is. I've never heard anybody say blowpipe before. That is simply not a thing. <laughs> it's a dart dart pipe. Blow darts. Blow dart gun. Blow darts, but that sounds like it's a fun blow toy. Like pipe. blow darts for some fun yard activity. <laughs> blowpipe. Blow I mean pipe. any pipe can be a blowpipe. A blowpipe is what you get in the first stage of making a saxophone. <laughs> Before you get it to me, if you don't have a reed in there, it's just a blowpipe. Yeah, if you just start, no, if it's the shape. If you're just starting <laughs> to build your <laughs> trumpet and you haven't done all the curlies, oh, you haven't twisted into the curlies yet. Yeah, you just, just got, got one big pipe. long blowpipe. I got you. Yeah. Um. So you can blow but, through it, but nobody will respect you. But I'm put, I'm putting the pieces together, Matt. I'm putting the pieces together. The place is spooky with the ruins of the old prison. You got the spooky images of the chimpanzees to scare people off. It's the perfect base of operations for a gang of counterfeiters. <laughs> sure. The unfortunate man who died must have somehow stumbled into their hideout. I ease out of my observation post in the bushes and run back to the guard. <laughs> Just a great careful, careful now. <laughs> Run! Uh, I go. I drive to the nearest telephone. Which again, I'm curious what yours says. I probably just says I pick up my phone. No, I drive um, to the nearest telephone, ignoring my cell phone. Wow! To inform the police, then you check your watch. Seven twenty-three. Case solved in four hours and forty-one minutes. Not bad. Come on. <laughs> The next day, the story, there's a story in the newspaper that says, on a tip from well-known local detective, blah, 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 uh, police raided a nearby house yesterday exposing a counterfeiting operation. They seized bogus printing plates, counterfeit money, and three men were arrested with, and charged with homicide as well as counterfeiting. They also found a body of a man in the basement of the house. The end. A simple crime. Wow. And they will wow. do the time in and out like a real psychic detective. I don't need any of these aliens or monster chimpanzees or ghosts. Wow. It's a simple counterfeiting operation. <laughs> I took care of it, and we're all going to move on. What if that's how Murder, She Wrote episodes went? <laughs> she just she just plants in some bushes? Yeah, and she just waits. Once she's seen enough, she two eases hours, out. And she's like, oh, holograms. <laughs> Drive to a phone booth. It's holograms. They're scaring people to death. Now I know. It sounds dumb. You did another one, right. Jessica. <laughs> amazing yeah I, I found myself deeply disappointed i was just trying to get, i was trying to get as deep into that house as possible i figured if i just kept <laughs> running towards the danger i would like find as much i wanted to find as many crazy things as possible i wanted to find ghosts i want to find aliens i wanted to find the crazy chimpanzees and like i did not even get to the doorstep and i was deeply disappointed and i feel like that was probably one of the most mundane endings in this whole book, but we'll see. If this book is full of That's mundane hilarious. endings, I'm going to yeah. be mad at everybody. <laughs> I'm going to be mad at all you people. The ending we got in that board game we played was wild. That's true. I do remember it being pretty wild. So yeah, that's my ending. I did save the day, ostensibly. So far as you know. Probably missing a much greater mystery. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. Um, but I think it now is the perfect time to get up, stretch our legs. Yeah. Like we do every 15 minutes so that our legs don't... Um, what's it called when the blood stops flowing in them and they fall off? Um, uh, a hyper rad <laughs> Very convincing. I think it's time for a quiz. Wait! <laughs> are you ready? Yeah. What do you mean? Oh, it's a game we play when it's time for monkeys 
Let's choose your own adventure or dot dot dot. Oh, deeply spooky. I loved that. Yeah. You find sorry, it really I couldn't nice... hear it. It was cutting in and out. So that... Oh, I'm sorry. Well, you sounded really good. Okay, great. That's all I needed to Again, hear. Again, you could have just recorded yourself singing that on the actual I, audio file. I'm going to remember that one day. Okay. Um. Hey, first quiz of this new book. How exciting. Uh, Like medium exciting? Yeah, medium exciting is basically <laughs> the same thing. Choose your adventure or, in this case, are you, are you, uh, I mentioned the subject matter that I encountered in my read. Yeah. So, today's quiz is Choose Your Own Adventure or Civil War Movie. So this is a movie about the Civil War, not a movie made at the time of the Civil War. Okay, that'd be that's because, a lot easier, you know. <laughs> okay. Uh, are you ready to attempt it? Yes. Gunfire at Gettysburg. That's a choose your own adventure. I've nice. seen that one before. Uh, number one fifty one, Gunfire at Gettysburg. That's very impressive. I would not want to read that one. Let's not ever read that one. <laughs> Maybe it's really good. It might be good. Maybe it's really sad. Maybe we'd cry every time. We'd be like, "Wow, that's really cathartic." That would be incredibly cathartic. Have a nice big cry every week. What? Just thinking about just thinking about having a nice cry. <laughs> that could be a segment on our on our show where we just have a cry. Yeah, let's. I feel like it's right there. Like I wouldn't have to go far to find no, it. Not at all. <laughs> I just take a take a step away from my stress napping and and have a little have a little cry. Escape from Fort Bravo. Fort Bravo. That's going to be a movie. That sounds How too cool. How do you know that? It sounds oh, too it cool. Sounds too cool. Yeah, Set during the Civil War, this Western chronicles the escape attempts of rebel prisoners placed in a high-security Arizona stockade. They are greatly assisted by a seductive Southern belle who is really a Confederate spy. Wow. Here's one thing I learned putting this quiz together is that most of the heroes of these Civil War Western movies are Confederates. Oh, and that's not something I caught when I was a kid. Like just kind of watching stuff on TV, but like almost. All of them are Confederates. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's a shame. That so you don't so need to go weird. watch these movies, y'all. You can skip them. I mean, some of them sound good. And, like, Westerns are fun. But, yeah, you know, you're, you're right for sure. Yeah, it's a mixed Fight with a for freedom. That is a choose. I've seen that. Dang, 107. Well played. Frontier Pony Express. Ooh. That name is clumsy enough. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say that's a choose because of the clumsy name. That is a great guess, and no, it is oh, a movie. Really? Uh, the Pony Express, as I'm sure you know, is of vital importance to the start of the Civil War. Yeah. Uh, Confederate States of America secret agent Brett Langhorn is Ooh, working undercover really uh, by name. purchasing a newspaper. That would Weird, be a good right? TV show. Maybe swap sides a little bit or something. Yeah, swap the sides. Uh, accompanied by his sister, they meet Roy Rogers. Roy hey, you Rogers know what I don't playing need? a character named Roy Rogers, which I now wonder if he always did. Huh, what? I don't actually need a, a, sh- a show set during the Civil War. I just don't need it. So I just wanted to just take that back. <laughs> okay. A show set during the Marvel Civil War, sure. Yes. Um, There's a lot of betrayal and stuff. There's a guy uh, named Lassiter who is a senator for California. Ooh. But then he betrays everybody because he wants to make California an independent republic of the Pacific that he will despotically rule. Well, I mean, we've all had those thoughts. Yeah, that's true. Especially um, if you live in California like me. At some point, you've been like, I could make this work. <laughs> yeah. To build a moat. Yeah. We got, like we got mountains. Moat. We got pretty big mountains. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, kill them all and come back alone. <laughs> 
that's definitely a choose your own adventure because i've been very curious about that one it just seems like a very brash title for a choose your own adventure and also much very direct with what it's telling you you should do as far as choices but yeah I'm pretty there are sure some pages where adventure. it's like you get down to the bottom and it says if you kill frank uh roscoe turn to page 17 and that's your only choice there's not uh, another one yeah that's that's the worst so you stick it with choose choose no it's a movie it is a movie, right? It's a very good title. <laughs> uh, during the American Civil War, Confederate prisoner Clyde McKay attempts to steal a box of gold. I wanted to watch that gold. one because it sounded so cool. <laughs> attempts it. to steal a box of gold from a Union prison camp. He's aided by a group of prisoners and a prison guard, but he's double-crossed along the way. It's a 1968 Italian spaghetti western, and huh. that does sound really cool. That's intriguing. Uh, hostage. That's choose your adventure, man. What is this baby hour? Was this getting, baby school? It's just Welcome getting to baby school, where the questions know. are baby, baby level easy. All right, that one was easy, but this one's gonna, this one's gonna be tough. Captive. That's a choose your own adventure. Yeah, ghost train. <laughs> That's a choose your own adventure that I want to read so badly. <laughs> Incident at Phantom Hill. That's a movie. Yeah, it is a movie. How is that a movie? It sounds like a choose your own adventure. Phantom Hill. Yeah. Wow. Uh, it's about a Union gold shipment, which is stolen and buried in the desert, and both Union rebel forces struggle to find it, and a romance complicates the action. So much Union gold flying around. I know. Did the Union really have? They must have had some gold. Oh, Everybody yeah. had gold, I, mean, I guess. Well, you couldn't, like, wire money, I don't think. No, you have to actually carry it to somewhere. Yeah, you got to put it in a wagon. Yeah. The wagons are best. Yeah. All right, are you ready for the last one? Yes. The Prisoner of Shark Island. Oh, man. That could be a choose, but it sounds just a little bit too cool. I'm going to say movie. Good instincts. It is too cool. This movie is about Dr. Samuel Mudd, who is the dude who treats John Wilkes Booth after John Wilkes Booth shoots Lincoln. Whoa, okay. Because he jumps and he busts his leg. So he stumbles off and this doctor finds him and treats him. Yeah. And then he is arrested for being an accessory to the assassination. That's not cool. He's just following the Hippocratic Oath. And and sent to prison on the dry tortugas described in the West Indies and referred to in the film as America's own Devil's Island, which is weird that it's called Shark Island in the. (laughs) It sounds uh, cooler. Yeah. But then, uh, you know, while he's. Devil's Island sounds like somewhere you would go for like a. A weekend of debauchery, you know. Yeah, yeah. The the spicy food is like eh, it's kind of spicy, kind of spicy, and oh, you might turn spicy. into a donkey halfway through. But otherwise, <laughs> it's good. Um, okay, well, you did really good. You got all of them. No, I missed one. I missed one. With, I, missed no. one. I missed one. I missed one. Did you? I missed one. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna retcon and say you got all of them because I'm not gonna change what I just said. That's fair. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> so you're gonna retcon, uh, but not retconning. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now fair. I'm dying to hear about your adventure. Now that I know that we had separate, different adventures, because it's I, such a delight. I, I wanted so much more <laughs> juicy flavor from this read, and I didn't get anything. I got there's like a cucumber sandwich. Which, hey, I like a cucumber sandwich. Sure. Well, where's that? Where's that juice? You it's know, in the mayonnaise. Yeah, I guess you use mayonnaise on a cucumber sandwich. Yes. <laughs> use cream cheese. White bread, cucumber, and mayonnaise. Cream cheese. Cream cheese. Yes. Have you never been to high tea? <laughs> Not uh, off the continent. Wait, the <laughs> continent is... <laughs> Which one is the continent? Maybe in the colonies they use mayonnaise. <laughs> it's all we have. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, okay, Boston. so I know this guy. Where where do we leave off here? We left off. I was going to say Boston Mayonnaise Party, but that's nothing. But I had to finish saying. <laughs> Boston Mayonnaise Party. <laughs> We're not going to throw it all over, are we? Yeah. But Wait, I thought mean, we this should was keep like... some of it, right? No. Well, I thought this was like a mayonnaise party, though. <laughs> I brought a lot I mean, of bread. That's why I'm wearing a garbage bag for clothes. <laughs> All right, so I've used my telephone Tracy device, which operates in milliseconds, to determine the person who called me is Henry Marsden. <clears throat> so now I, I plug his name into every search engine I can think of. <laughs> okay. Which might be different than what happens in your book. That's, oh, it's yeah, yeah. Starting, what page are you on? Tell me again. 13. And as I'm typing it into every search engine I can think of, it's starting to ring a bell. It's, it sounds familiar. I'm an avid history buff. I'm sorry. 13 is an illustration, Matt. You've got to get on the old book. This is madness. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> So I sit back in my chair, knuckles against my forehead in intense concentration. Knuckles against your forehead, huh? Yeah, put them right against the forehead as hard as I can until it hurts. Yikes, that's, dude. It doesn't say that, but I'm assuming that's yeah, how it Yeah, goes. why else would it be knuckles? So I'm thinking it has, I think this name has something to do with the Civil War. So I think uh, maybe I should consult my history of Northwind County book in my basic research library. Okay. Poke through it and see if I could find a name. Published by the Northwind Historical Society 20 whole years ago. Wow. In 1986, in my book. Uh, <laughs> 1962 in yours. Uh, but I just picked it up a week ago for 25 cents at a yard sale. Hey. Still 25 cents in mine. you think it would have been cheaper in my time. Yard sales are kind of yard. I haven't been to a yard sale for in a long time, but I assume you could get a book like this for 25 cents still. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's all the same. That has That's not really awesome. changed. Um. So I, I put my finger in that book. I scroll down and hey, boom, there he is. Marston Henry, page 93. I get a little biography. 93. Uh, he served in the Union Army. Do you not have that? Does it not say the page number? Anymore? Oh, it says Marsden Henry, page 93. I see. I thought you were saying you had to turn to page 93. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm on page 26. Yeah, 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 yeah. I apologize. I served in the Union Army. Wounded at the Battle of Shiloh. Uh, appointed warden of Hedgebrook County Prison in 1980. Oh, so. he was the warden? Mm-hmm. Okay. So notori- this prison, as many of these places were, was notorious for its wretched conditions. Oof. Um, and contemporary accounts say he probably died in a fire that went along with a prison riot in 1887, though his remains were never recovered. Uh-oh. Uh, and local legends say he was probably killed by the inmates as they rioted. And his ghost haunts the ruins of the prison. But the locals around here know the truth. He transformed into three holographic chimpanzees. <laughs> Blink in and out of existence at will. And counterfeits money for bananas. <laughs> I really hope that that's where this book is going. Yeah, you're going to be disappointed. I know. Uh, so as I'm reading, I am startled by a rap on the window. But it's just my good pals Ricardo and Lisa. Oh, you got Let to meet Ricardo in. and Lisa? Of course. Does it say anything about her? Like, does she have rock and roll hair, or like she just got back from rock and roll practice? Or let me let me take a look. So so they look through my notes and my book and everything. Ricardo thinks it's weird. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) He says because oh, this warden has the same name as the guy who called, and we're like, yeah, I know. That's the whole thing that we're talking about, Ricardo. (laughs) It's the single piece of information we're discussing. (laughs) <laughs> he's like well i know where the prison is because my dad and i drove by there the other day and he pointed it out <laughs> well you also have the address 
yeah, we have that. We have everything, Ricardo. This, this <laughs> anecdotal information is terrific. He's just it's trying really just hard to, to prove that he's useful. Yeah, you're our friend. You don't have to prove yourself worthy or something. That's right. You're just hang out, and that's cool. enough. Yeah. So he says his dad pointed out to um, to him, <laughs> and then Lisa says, "You're on." Why did she say that? I don't know. Huh. Seems like a pretty rock and roll thing to say. Oh well, he says, "Do you want to guess where what where it is?" And she's like, "Yeah." And then he tells her, "Okay, that's they have a really interesting conversational style." Is this another will they won't they? <laughs> is there yeah, some sexual so. tension here? I think so. Hmm. I think somebody's got a crush on somebody, and somebody also has a crush on somebody, and they'll never talk about it because uh, they have a friend who's so mean. <laughs> we don't know that <laughs> this friend is mean yet. <laughs> I'm just assuming you're projecting. That's true. This might be one of the first ones where the main character isn't mean. So you're like, okay, look, yeah, Marston is either still alive or he's a ghost. Sure, one of the two. Either way, <laughs> this is a mystery that I'm into as a detective and paranormal investigator. Yes. What are we going to do next? We either go to the old prison or go to the cops. Oh, why would you go to the cops? That's not a private investigator thing to do. Exactly. So I go off to the prison. Now, is the prison, when you say the prison, is it the same place I went? Yeah, the that okay. fancy building is built on the ruins of a prison. No, I know, but it's weird to say around. that you're going to the prison. It's confusing. Well, that's the context that we're talking about him because we know that he's the warden. We know that the prison burned down, and Ricardo's dad was like, that's where that Civil War prison burned down. I got it now. As they're driving back from the Pizza Hut. <laughs> pizza Hut. I'll uh, kill for some Pizza Hut We hit hut over right there, now. Okay. and now it's not, it's not an old prison anymore. What? I just said I would kill for some Pizza Hut right now. I didn't realize I, I said I it out had, loud. I wish I hadn't said Pizza Hut because now I can't think about this book yeah, at all. Right? Just Pizza Hut. Those little tables just, with the arcade throw, games in them. Just throw Pizza Hut a bone. Or Pizza Hut a bone. Our, our, our sponsor who doesn't need us. Throw them a bone. You know you got to throw them a bone. Because they deserve it. That's right. This week's sponsor that doesn't need us is Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut has great pizzas, and it's a great place to take family. I remember we used to go there with my Grammy all the time, and it was the best thing ever. It's just just a good family establishment and a good, unique pizza. It's a type of pizza you can't get anywhere else. It's got its own flavor profile. You should go give them a chance. Yeah. Get a personal pan pizza, pepperoni if you eat the meat, and a Sprite, and then play the Pac-Man table. Play the Pac-Man table if it's working. If it's not, that's okay. You can just look around. Yeah, just move the move the joystick around. It's still fun. Still fun. All right, so we get there. It's not just ruins. There's a modern house built right on top of the ruins. That's crazy. But the front gate seems like the old the old prison gate. So it's we still both noticed that. Old. Both of us we in our different noticed. timelines, we both noticed the uh, incongruous old gate. It's probably the prison gate, right? Yeah, I doubt they replaced it. They were probably like, great gate. Yeah, it's very could secure. Probably keep a lot of people in and out. Yeah, yeah. Certainly didn't let anybody out during so that big old fire. <laughs> that's what you think. Good gate. So we go up to the door, and I say, "Who wants to knock?" No chimpanzees. No. Dang, weird. Yeah, everything's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ricardo and Lisa don't say anything. They just stand there very quietly. <laughs> wants to knock. So I say, "Who wants to knock?" And then I say, "I'll do it." You say, <laughs> "Wow," <laughs> and give okay. a, a firm knock. Um, if they the want to prove themselves to as if they really want to be detectives with you, they got to step up a little bit. Yeah. Yes. I'm giving them every opportunity. <laughs> Knocking on the door is not the scary part of the job. No. Um, so uh, the door opens. I go and I don't see anybody. Mr. Mars. Then I call into the gloom of the house. The door just uh, opens. Ugh, spooky. Yeah. Kind of creepy. Open like a haunted house door. Ah, yeah, spooky. So I go in. It's richly furnished. Right. 
mm. blue, red, and yellow carpets on the floors, Chinese screens. Whoa, flanked all by, three by colors? Bamboo plants. All three, all three colors. This must be a wealthy fellow <laughs> with multiple colors of carpets. That's true. Who can afford such Ancient a thing? Ancient temple carvings fill the walls and alcoves. It looks what? more like a museum in here than a house, you guys. Oh, holy granoli. As I'm looking around, I see a small concealed door open in the side of the hallway. Huh? It's like all inlaid to the, the wood, you know, like a panel of the wood, but it's actually a door and it opens, and a tall, slender woman with high cheekbones comes out. Too creepy. And, Too creepy. And she's dressed in a long, black, old-fashioned dress. Won't you three, won't you three come in? She says in a high, unac- oh, unaccented voice. Sorry. Unaccented voice, Matt. Come on. Won't you three come in? <laughs> yeah, that's not pretty neutral. Thanks. On the <laughs> accent front. Uh, so I say, we're here to see Mr. Marston. And she says, of course you are. Huh? And I'm like, is he okay? And she doesn't say anything. She just beckons, beckons. Uh, beckons, that's a gesture, right? Yeah, it's like, it's, it's like this with your fingers or like this with your hand. Hey. hey. Yeah, but the fingers is kind of weird. I like the hand one better. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, if I accept her beckon, yeah. Do you accept a beckon? If I sense a trap, I go to forty-one. Well, you could do both. You could sense a trap and accept the beckon. Right, but what I do in this case is sense the trap and don't accept the beckon. Okay, interesting. So I gotta think quick, come up with a good excuse to not accept the beckon. You'd be like, "Oh no, so we're not we're... actually here. We're just a hallucination." So we're just a hologram of three <laughs> chimpanzees. <laughs> Um, so I say, hey, we'll come back some other time. We just want to make sure everything's okay. And yeah, we never start back mind. into the door. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 never mind. Yeah, have Mr. Marsden call me. Whoever sorry, I, I didn't know know anybody, sorry I didn't know anybody was here when I came into this house. <laughs> I just thought it'd be ghosts. I don't know. This is weird. I'm not good in social situations. Oh, no, I don't need anything. <laughs> so this lady, very uh, in a very chill and not terrifying manner, screams... <laughs> You think you can just come and leave that easily? You'll yeah. be sorry. And she keeps screaming, you'll be sorry. Oh, well, that's not a great um, first day for Ricardo and Lisa. But good news, she goes back in the house and slams the door. Oh, okay, cool. But uh, I can still hear it echoing down the road, and it uh, finally trails off. Okay. <laughs> then it's a hot day, but suddenly there's a chilling breeze. I feel a tingling sensation in my bones. You're outside? Yeah. Yeah, okay. we do. Yeah, we left. Okay, okay. She followed us at the door yelling and then shut the door. That's how I do, too. So we run to the car and it's gone. Okay. The chilling sensation's gone? No, the car is gone. Oh, the car is gone. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> the chilling sensation. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm just, you know what? I'm just not a storyteller is what I'm learning right now. I'm Let's also not a story job. listener, so. So um, everybody's confused. Ricardo's like... Uh, maybe we went too far. Let's just go back. The lady in the house was too scary. Maybe we just got confused. <laughs> <laughs> so we go back up the road looking for the car. And what do we see? A modern house? No. No? We see an old prison. No, you did a time jump. We did a time travel. You did a time Ricardo travel. Ricardo is on it. That lady in the house cast some kind of spell on us. We're dreaming oh, all this. No, 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 Ricardo. It's worse no. than that. And then Lisa says, here, pinch me. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Will they? Won't they? Will they? Won't they? Uh, and then she's like, "Hey, that's too hard, you jerk. Doesn't that prove we're not dreaming? I don't know. Does it? <laughs> Is that the conversation they have? <laughs> no. Okay. But I do say, guys, this is serious. 
I think we've traveled back in time. Oh my gosh, that's very good. So you're back at the old prison? Yes. Yeah, so everybody's very concerned about how we're going to get home. <clears throat> she put a spell. But before on you I have sure. a chance to chill anybody out, we start hearing shouts and cries from the prison zone. Uh, uh, I'm oh like, no, oh my gosh, it's the big it must, fire. It must be the riot. That's oh. what it must be the riot. We should go take a look. Why would you go take a look? Because it, all right, what else are we going to do? We're trapped back in time. Go to the soda fountain. Get a malt. So we, it's, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a malt. Make sure your now mom I'm and just, dad fall in love. I'm just stuck thinking about Civil War era soda soda fountains. Oh man, we got one in the neighborhood. You can get a malt. You can get a phosphate. You can get. It's a tonic. not a Civil War area era <laughs> soda. Fountain. Fair enough. I missed that part. It's not quite some of the. You can right, get look, a we... sling. You can get a bandage. You, they'll put you down if uh, your ankle's broken. That's nice. It's great. Um, so we run back to the prison. We see smoke of flames coming out of everywhere. Uh, we go up to the gate, and there's big, heavy doors. Uh, and we're, we're yelling, hey, open up, or all the prisoners are going to be killed. Let them in. out of there. Oh, you're trying to save them. Okay, that's legit. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. We're just saying open the doors. Let the people out. They're going to yeah. die. Yeah. Uh, we try banging on them, but they're too hot. I And the guards are like, nice try. If I had a dime for every time somebody was, oh, you got to let all the prisoners out. It's an emergency. Yeah. <laughs> Fool me once. Yeah. Fool me once. That's bad. Fool me twice. That also happened. Fool me three times. Not again. Fool me four times. Not technically a third time. So on the highest rampart, we see a figure. We we just know it's Henry Marsden. Oh, yeah. There's fire swagger. Up all around him looking the sky. And he's he's like, help. I need help. And you're like, that's what I heard on the phone. No way. That was the voice you heard on the phone? Yeah. Literally the verbatim help. I need help. Oh my gosh, that's kind of rad. Yeah, that's that yeah. was on the call. I um I'm starting to think that when I solved the case, I didn't actually catch everything that was going on. <laughs> uh I missed out on some things as well. <laughs> it seems. <laughs> These counterfeiters will be going about their business. <laughs> <laughs> While you're in civil war times. <laughs> well, I am hundreds of years, yeah. Um so black smoke is starting to obscure the whole place, but down the road I see a troop of mounted soldiers coming our way. Okay. And behind them is a team of horses pulling an old fashioned fire engine. There you we know, go. The big, the big containers just full of water on top. It's all good. They got so it. I can run and hide behind a tree to watch. Yes. From a safe distance, or Definitely stay on the road idea. to help. Oh, you should help. Of course. So I stay yeah. on the road to help because I am a hero. So as soon as they get there, we all three run up and say, "Hey, can we help you out?" They say, as soon as we get those gates open, we'll need all the help we can get. Nice. Good for you guys. They throw a big grappling hook over the top of the iron doors and hitch horses up to it. And they start pulling and pulling for several minutes. Uh, nothing happens. Nothing happens. Oh, and finally, no. with a screeching sound, the doors blow open and a tremendous ball of flame roars out of the front gate. What? Everybody, Everybody's scattered. It's like oh, that no. backdraft, backdraft thing. Remember backdraft? That movie backdraft. Yeah, I was just picturing like a, a gate to a driveway. You know what I mean? I wasn't picturing. I wasn't picturing a gate to a an enclosed building. Yeah, I was picturing a gate. A gate, <laughs> <laughs> not a door, right? So yeah, it wouldn't be a backdraft. Uh, but I guess uh, maybe I misread something. You know? How are Ricardo and Lisa doing? Are they just like cuddled up, like crying? They're all you... in. We all went up and said, "Can we help?" Well, I mean, they said we all went up and said, "Can we help?" But I, I assume. Good for them. Yeah, good for them. It's a rough, rough day. Well, the flame subsides, and now it's just a big column of smoke Oof. going up into the sky. Oof. And the firefighters are right there with their steam-driven water pump. Nice. Blasting everything with water. Soon it's cool enough for us to start getting in there and carrying out the badly burned, the more badly burned prisoners on stretchers. Ugh. We hear somebody shout that the prisoners in the dungeons are fine. It was just the upper part of the prison that was burning. Should you check, though? 
Well, that's what this guy should you check. Okay. <laughs> uh, we ask where Marsden is. Someone replies, he has joined his brother, the devil in flames. Whoa. People not big Marsden People fans. do not like him. I mean, he's the warden of a horrible prison. So, yeah, that's yeah, fair. Yeah, fair. Good, good riddance. So we spend the next few hours uh, doing our best to help everybody. We're just totally wiped out. It's late afternoon. Still really Man. hot. We have to take a couple minutes to rest. So we lean up against the tree. We close our eyes. We open our eyes. Guess what's gone? What's there? Is, it, is the house back? The prison's gone. Modern glass house is back. The lady's still screaming at you? They're throwing <laughs> stuff at you now? Not at us anymore, but definitely still over there screaming. Some chimpanzees are poking you. Ricardo says, that was quite a dream. Huh. But Lisa says, if that was just a dream, what is this Civil War soldiers had doing over there on the side of the road? Oh, slam. It's just a lot of words for that sentence. You can cut <laughs> that in not, half. It's not it. very cool sounding. And why did we all have the same dream? She also wonders. Huh. Uh, dream or not, I say, at least we're back in our own time. I won't forget this day for a long time. <laughs> that's it. But that's it. You're good? Mystery yeah. solved? Mystery I solved. I guess it is kind of mystery solved because you heard the voice. Voice asking for help was that same voice. And that plaque that you saw? Yeah. Gone now, presumably. Why is the plaque gone? Because you saw a plaque that said like a lot of prisoners died there. Yeah, well, it's probably still true. No, I saved him. You didn't change anything. The yeah, firefighters came the and they whole opened thing the with gate. The, dungeon, the whole thing with the dungeon not being on fire is what I did. It was just the top and we got a lot of people out. We opened, huh. the, we opened the doors and we got people the out. The firefighters opened the doors. That, that wasn't changed by well, you the, being... The fire Oh, I guess you did. I guess you did uh, warn them. You did do we a warning. Them. And we helped. We helped uh, uh, the bird gotcha. people. That's pretty good. You changed time. Yeah, we changed time and we were the good guys. Hmm. Yeah. Well, this, uh, this brings up an interesting question, Matt. <laughs> one will win and one will lose. Who will do the better choose? Yes, there can be only one who has lost and who has won. Um, you saved hundreds of inmates. Yeah, but well, I just exposed a counterfeiting ring. We got a couple dudes arrested. Yeah, so neither of us really spent any time in the house of danger. <laughs> No, so that's off the table. But you did, I did save get inside hundreds of, of lives, and you time traveled. So I think this one goes to you. Yeah, because I yeah. will take it. But you did solve the case in four hours, which is probably the best that we're gonna do. <laughs> it's like might be a record for a detective, but it just wasn't a very fun four hours. It wasn't I think the lot. thing we learned from your read is that if you're the kind of detective who judges how good a job you did on how by how fast you did how it, fast you did it, not how well you, you did are it. missing ghosts. <laughs> And aliens and stuff, Ghosts, and you're not aliens, maybe not that good at detecting. mad science. Um, okay, I will take that one because I need it. Yeah, no, I'm feeling confident. I feel like I'm gonna I'm gonna sweep up on this uh, on this oh, book. Man. So I'm That's I'm mean. okay letting you have that one. So I feel like oh, uh, I feel like I'm gonna win most of these because I feel like I just get this book. <laughs> That's not true. I don't get this book at all. This book has <laughs> escaped me. I cannot put it in any sort of context of media, but I am enjoying it. I was pleased that it moved faster than I expected, even though yep. I was disappointed with where my story went. Mm-hmm. Uh, it mixed a lot of stuff up really quickly. I got to see chimpanzees, even though nothing really happened. So that's mm-hmm. a win. Really good. There's a spooky lady. Who's the spooky lady? I don't know. There's She's a lot of things though. going on. I feel good about that. Um, I feel like, do you feel excited about this book? 
I do. I had a time travel adventure to the Civil War. You had a, a science adventure with hologram monsters. Your time travel adventure crimes. was like pr- actually proper, like a proper time travel adventure too, where you're like, yeah. if you did something in a previous time to fix a wrong. Yeah. That's actually pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty cool. As and I, to like, I really was, uh, it was unsettling to go in that house and have that lady scream for no reason. That was extremely disturbing. I did not like that. I don't like it at all. <laughs> and to be fair, she didn't scream for no reason. She was right to scream. No, she most certainly was not. Well, at okay, first she was like, she "Hey, you want to come open. in?" And then you were like, "No, we're out of here." And then she screamed at you. So yeah, okay. Saying. That was That's kind fair. of on you guys. And Ricardo was probably making that face. You know that, that face, face he makes. He always makes. Yeah. He says it's like his neutral face, but I don't know <laughs> what it is. He's trying to look cool or something, but it's horrible. All right. Well, good job. I feel like that was pretty exciting. Thank you everybody for listening. It's a bit an exciting new book. It's really it's very fun to have a new book. Um. We should say a very special thank you to someone, though, right? Oh, yeah. We should do that. Uh, and I should probably play a song, right? You do what you yep. gotta do. Please our compliments, you see, and concrete are constructive criticism. I have one. Without the other, why that be no fun? No fun. Sure, it's fun to get a compliment and not be criticized even a little bit. But would we be better people if we got some constructive criticism with our compliments? It's complies and concretes. Oh, hey, it's complies and concretes. Complies and compliment. Concretes constructive criticism. And uh, each week we give a, a complete concrete to somebody. And if you want to be entered to get a complete concrete, then all you got to do is or follow us on Twitter and interact somehow. Maybe you like a post. Maybe you say something to us that's nice or mean. All that stuff is up to you. Uh, if you do that kind of thing, then guess what? You're going to be automatically entered. Uh, <laughs> and so now I'm going to find a random number from a generator and we'll see who today's winner is going to be. Uh, and today's winner is at, at Ringo Usu. Uh, Safstan. So congratulations Woo! to at Ringo Usu. Um. Oh, now I got to roll to see. So now we'll roll to see what your conflict and concrete is. is. You got got your twenty sided guy. I got my twenty sided guy, and I'm ready to go. Soggy fortune cookies regain their solidity when they realize there is a possibility that you might eat them. Mmm. Mmm. That's something. Yeah, that's really something. And you have not noticed because you're just like, oh, all fortune cookies are delicious. Isn't that yeah. everybody's experience with the fortune cookies? Guess <laughs> what? It's not. Nope. That is an unusual experience with fortune cookies for many people. Yeah. So, so enjoy, enjoy those from fortune now on. cookies for yeah. sure. Yeah. Okay. Now it's time to roll for a piece of constructive criticism. No big deal. Just a little something. Do it. It'll be helpful. I'm going to push the button. Your blood smells extra good to sharks. <laughs> Which is, I mean, you should be proud of that. That's a yeah, good that's thing. Cool. But, yeah, it's a really but good you thing. should also be aware of it. <laughs> yeah. And I got to say, I've been to the ocean. It's all right. It's fine. It's fine. You can hang out on the beach and it's just as good. You yeah, don't need to get in good. the water. Yeah. You can <laughs> skip getting the water. Just skip it. Yeah. It's really, it's just not worth it. Your blood smells real good. Yeah, it's too it's it's too much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so thank you at Ringo underscore OC for hanging out and listening to us. 
and uh, we hope that we've not offended you and you will continue to hang out and listen to us. Yeah, and uh, thank you everybody for listening to us. And, and um, mm-hmm. it's a good time to spread the word if you want to spread the word. Uh, it means a lot to us when when you guys recommend us to other people. I feel like it's always easier for other people to hop on when it's a new book. So uh, mm. it's a good time to spread the word around. Uh, you guys are awesome like that. Um, but we have a little bit of news, right, Matt? We have a little bit of uh, uh, housekeeping to do, which we don't have actually. Yeah. Actually, have a housekeeping song for House of Danger. House of Danger keeping. There's <laughs> a joke there somewhere, right? Yeah, there's something. Something. I'm in the I same. Got it. I think. I'm in the same area as a joke. Sure. Well, as you yeah, all we'll know, we'll a couple weeks time. ago, we Matt and I both got the same ending when we were trying to finish up Rock and Roll Mystery. We got the same read, same ending, and uh, our punishment, we have to punish ourselves when we do something so foul as that, and our usual punishment is a sad pizza party, so we asked for some suggestions, and a bunch of people sent some awesome suggestions in. Um, One that was particularly brutal, James Anderson at Unabashed James (laughs) said, uh, use all your resources in Animal Crossing to make a pizza that you throw in the ocean, and we did consider that briefly, of like (laughs) like wiping our towns or doing something, but it was just too brutal to even think about. That game is too important right now. That's correct to me. Uh, so I apologize, but that is a very a lot of, a lot of very emotional stability coming from, from that game. That game <laughs> <laughs> need that support at the moment, but really a great idea. Phenomenal suggestion. Uh, but then we got a couple other uh, more along these lines, uh, like James Wilcox at James Library underscore Librarian. I think all pizza parties are sad right now. Finish a pod. Plus, there's enough sadness in the world right now. I've, so mm. I vote for just having pizza, which I thought that was a, a kind sentiment. It's really nice. And a fair yeah. sentiment. And then uh, Colin M. Parker actually replied to that saying, can we actually have a fun pizza party? A live stream pizza party? That mm. may be asking too much, but it'd be nice. And uh, we're here to say that, yes, it would be asking too much. So calm it down. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> no, we are actually going to try and do that. We think that's a wonderful idea. Um, we think it somewhat fits the purposes of being um, a punishment for us because it's a thing we have to figure out how to do and then do, and then we have to mm. let people see our dumb faces. Mm. So that's a and we a have to light punishment. eat food in front of people, which is just bad. Also, <laughs> that's a big one. Really, we gotta let just any old person <laughs> on the internet watch us eat food, <laughs> and it's live. So, like, who knows what we could what could go wrong while we're Everything. eating the food? That could be so embarrassing. But um, we even did some um, technical rehearsals. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we give it a shot. We got to set out, up. Figure out the technology. So uh, more details on that soon. It'll probably be, it'll probably be next week sometime. Uh, we'll just have to figure out exactly when and how. It'll be an evening thing for sure because I but, can't you do know, anything it, until my kid goes to bed. But Right. And, and if you miss the live stream, it'll be on the YouTube uh for for when you have time to watch two guys eat pizza yeah uh if it if it makes it a little more enticing um uh you know at the beginning of the last book we uh we had a uh we started at fantasy uh boy (laughs) (laughs) we asked everybody to send us their predictions while you do this you're gonna humiliate yourself everybody sent us their predictions it was super terrific. Uh, we have a massive list of them, and uh, we said there would be uh, a special pin for those who uh, whose predictions came true. So we are working on making that happen, and I think uh, in that live stream we'll be able to share a design with everybody and go through those predictions and see who who gets a, uh, gets a, a a pin and and how great they did. Yeah, and I think we'll talk so, some post mortem stuff about uh, rock and roll mystery yeah. and. Uh, uh, if you guys have any cues 
we could uh, get you some A's. Um, uh, so yeah, keep keep your eyes out for that on on Twitter at Finish It Pod. We're also at Finish It Pod on SoundCloud and Instagram. But we don't use Instagram. We're not very good at using Instagram, but we should use we should use Instagram. I've heard it's really cool. Um, so yeah, that's the big announcement. Uh, next week, some time. Check that out. Um, and then, and you guys can get some if you guys are able to get your hands on some pizza. I got some quality frozen pizza in my fridge right now. Ooh. Or maybe I'll even get some from the neighborhood. Get some uh, mm. curbs, curbside pickups, something, something. Mm-hmm. Um, please join us. It would be fun to have pizza with you. It's actually yeah. a very exciting thing. Um, but that's it. I right, right, Matt? Is that it? I think that's it. You don't have any new segments you're going to save for the end of the podcast when everybody's really tired? Um, no, I just want to. I love it. I appreciate that. Um, There's just a 20 minute freestyle rap competition where I challenge myself to freestyle rap for 20 minutes. To no rhythm, no beat necessary. No. You don't need that. You're beyond that. Yeah. Yikes. Um, we'll be back next week with more danger and more house, hopefully. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> until then, uh, stay inside and take care to keep your business drier than yourself. Stop recording.